You're listening to the Ontos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories in pursuit of being a truth. I'm Mac. And I'm Vod. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. Most of the terrorist men are not as bad as Rashik. However, I can see that they believe him. To an extent. These are simple men, not philosophers or scholars, and they don't understand that their own prophecies say that the hero of ages will be an outsider. They only see what Rashik points out, that they are ostensibly superior people and should be dominant rather than subservient. Before such passion and hatred, even good men can be deceived. Okay, chapter 29. And even like leading off the epigraph, we go right back into the journal. Yep, right back into the journal. Man, that epigraph statement, even good men can be deceived. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, we're back into it. Vin's reading more of the Lord Ruler's book. He uh, mentions that his allies, uh, the Lord Ruler mentions that his allies have started being attacked by the the same creature of the mist that he was attacked by. And so that's kind of interesting, right? Or does he, does it say that one of the epigraphs says that, right? That he was attacked. Yeah. 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 Like he had been attacked by, someone got attacked. Someone yeah. was attacked by some, some creature in the mist. Yeah. And so thank you. Right. Is like Rashik believes that the terrorist people are, being treated like slaves he thinks that they should be the dominant group here which is super duper interesting um in the in the section vin's reading too it it says again the epigraph that we've already read about the lord ruler um essentially or the hero of ages having the power to both save and destroy the world but we get a little bit of an extension because he goes you know it says that if if you use that power wrongly it could taint you and he believes that he ultimately believes that he will save the world, but he's afraid that he might try to take it too. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did he ever? <laughs> um, yeah. And then the logbook ends, you know, the final translation of the logbook is here and it ends with him saying, it's all over tomorrow. We're going up and it's, it's going down. And that's where the logbook ends. And like Vin points out later, Come on, <laughs> you're leaving us hanging with that one. Yeah, he goes to find Sazed, and and he's like, he's like, come on, where's the rest of it? And he's like, that was it. And, yeah, that, and, that was it. Sazed teases her. I love it. Sazed teases her. It's like, oh, you better watch out, Vin. If you keep reading at this speed, you're gonna you, become a scholar. You might become a scholar. Yeah. Well, Vin, you know, and Vin teases back, right? Like Sazed's like, well, when do my terrorists become such a smart mouth? He's like, well, I think that's always how I've been. That's probably why I fit in well with Kels here in the group. But yeah, Vin is worried because, you know, just with the same way the logbook ends, it seems like they're coming up on the end of this journey, you know, whether it's going to end with all of them alive, dead, the Lord Ruler overthrown, the Lord Ruler not overthrown, all of the same, everything different. It's kind of bumming her out because she doesn't want anything to change. She's grown to love these people. She doesn't want it to change. And says it has to like remind her and be like, listen, 
everything's going to change. You know, you shouldn't worry about this sort of thing. And she's like, well, you know, I am worrying, says it. And he's like, I have the perfect religion for you. And he mentions a religion where um, they they believe that they have a finite amount of uh, ill will or ill luck. And so the religion, the people, every time something bad happened to them, they rejoiced. Because it meant that they were one step closer to using up all their bad luck. And their life was just going to infinitely, you know, it's going to be better every single time they, something bad happened to them. And Vin's like, that's kind of a bad view, I think. He goes, it depends. He goes, wait, but doesn't that mean that they have an infinite or they have a finite amount of good luck? And says is like, well, I guess it just depends on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, Vin kind of works with the courage here to ask Sazed what happened on the night, finally. Mm-hmm. And Sazed's like, yeah, uh, I stored up a whole bunch of strength. I expended it, got a rock, and basically bashed the skull in of the Elite steel inquisitor. And he's like, he's like, I'm pretty sure when I hit him, he flew into the wall, and I'm pretty sure I heard, you know, most of the bones in his body break. And Vin's like, it, it's so funny because, like, to me, I've, I'm so blown away by the fact that someone could do that to one of these monsters that mm-hmm, we've, been saying, mm-hmm. we've been hearing so much about. But Vin's like, oh, that's it, and says it even goes, oh, that's. You're not impressed by what I did? Are you not entertained? Yeah, are you not entertained? She's like, well, you know, with how how much of a secret you're keeping it, I just thought it was going to be something a lot cooler than what we just witnessed. Mm-hmm. It was just so funny because it went from Vin being like, before, these are monsters. We're not we're not invincible. You know, these things could easily take us on to, oh, Sazed, you just, you just snuck up on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. But yeah. So we do we do get to learn about it. Finally, it is confirmed. Sazed knocked one of these things out. Uh, but the scary part is, right, is that didn't kill it. Yeah. Like <laughs> twenty chapters later, we find out about it. But it, well, I remember when it, when he first did it, it said it sounded like a bunch of branches breaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I mean, branches, bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Rough. Um, but yeah, you ask about the night and. Um, it's cool. And he, he mentions again, he's like, oh, you know, and he, he brings up the whole idea again of being like, I can like, you can like do weird things with it. Like, I can't, I can't really explain it all to you. You know, you can store up age, you can store up weight, you know, you feel old for a little while and then you can be, feel young later. Like, you can do so many weird things with Farrakimi. But the thing he tries to point out by using those two examples is he goes, there must be a balance. When it, when it comes out the other side of it, right? There has to be a balance. If you're going to feel super duper young, you got to be old. If you're going to be, you know, you're going with, with your weight, you're going to be skinny, you're going to be fat. You know, if you're going to be fat, you're going to be skinny. But that's what it comes down to is there's no external source of power here. It is always just, again, shifting and saving power to use at another time. Okay, so... We get another interesting th- tidbit here because Vin goes, well, you're storing energy, right? Can you give me some <clears> of that metal you're storing? And says it's like, oh, you're not going to be able to use it. And she goes, you know, humor me. And she, he gives her like an earring with uh, a pewter earring that he's been storing strength in. And he gives it to her. And she tries to, she consumes it and tries to burn it. And she's like, I can feel the power there. I just can't access it. And says it's like, ah, uh, that's normal. You know, that's what that's what it feels like whenever someone else tries to access a metal mind that isn't theirs. Right. 
And so we get that we get that understanding now, right? Whatever this energy is with Ferrokimi, it is like a locked power. Like only the person who stored it can use it. Okay. <laughs> so with that, we, we we kind of get pulled out and we get back into Kelsier's point of view, and he's sneaking into um Lord Renew's manner, and he's like, Man, I hate sneaking into this, but I have to because there's already going to be like assassination attempts and things might get really hairy here. In fact, he goes, in fact, it's too easy to sneak into here. So I'm pretty sure we're going to need Vin to keep, you know, stay at Clubs' house like indefinitely, essentially, because it'd be way too easy for another Mistborn assassin to sneak in here and, and kill Vin or kill, you know, anyone else in the crew, essentially. But he shows up and. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Something interesting here. Condra, Condra, because Vin, because uh, Kelsier's thinking about this. He's like, Vin could easily be assassinated, but he goes, "Ah, eh, Lord Renew will be fine." You know, I think the exact word was the Condra's nature allowed them to not fear an assassin's blade. Hmm. <laughs> okay. These Condra people, Condra. We heard of, you know, we had this again mentioned with 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 Sazed, him not being afraid of Sazed's safety, and now he's like, Condra have no need to fear an assassin. Oh God! I... What can, what can the Contra do now? You know, oh, there's so much here. They, like Brandon Sanders is so good at like layering world building in, mm-hmm. just like with these little statements, you know. And I missed it completely, hundred percent, the first time. Yeah, but it's, so yeah, it's just so cool with this. But um, they have a they he, he, Kelsey arrives and the the squad is there again, and they're talking about all the soothing stations because Marsh has gotten them a map and a list of all the soothing stations in Luthadel. And they're like, okay, you know, uh, we need to uh, maybe find a way to destroy these. Oh, we really need to find a way to destroy these. Look up there. And they point out that the other the other crew leader from the very beginning of the book that was working with Cayman, his crew got hit within, within yeah. the last like week. And Vin's like, crap, that Inquisitor still has my trail. They're still They're still looking for her. And they're getting closer. So, like, we need to find a way to destroy all these stations. So, Kelsier's like, maybe we should hire a bunch of thieving crews, give them all each an individual station, and we have them all, like, attack at once and try to wipe out all the stations at the same time. And they're like, this could work, this could work. So, Doxa gets on that idea, and that's what they're going to they're going to end up doing and breeze and Doxon kind of no well, breeze complains Doxon never really complains but breeze complains why are you making me go see the soldiers again like isn't it just ham's you know that's ham's job and he goes well you know i'm setting y'all up as leaders you know so they need to be used to seeing all of you and breeze is like yeah whatever and you know they're done discussing for the day and Kelsier retreats back up to his room and he's going to relax and everything. But then Sazed comes knocking on the door and is like, Hey, you're stepping out your balcony. That's not smart. Uh, come back in. And he's like, Yeah. And he asks Sazed, He goes, Sazed, I need another religion. You got another one for me? And Sazed was like, Oh, yeah, yeah. There's uh, the, the, the Bennett. The Bennett, you know, they have this, uh, this mindset that it's uh, the making of maps is a revenant duty, you know. Um, they say that like once you you're able to like you know see the whole world and it's all mapped up and everything you'll have peace and harmony, and he, and he's like well that Kelsey's like yeah that peace one peace and harmony I'm not really looking for yeah that's not me that's not me how about something else he goes well you know 
and I think he mentions he goes, "Tell me about the Vlad again, the Valant, or some." It's a V name for a religion. The final, the religion that uh, resisted the Lord Ruler, the longest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the longest. And Kelsey, Kelsey just asking about like what made them do it, and he and he's like, says it's like, well, you know, they had good leadership, and Kelsey's like, but weren't all the leaders killed? And says is like, that's true, but just because like the leaders are all dead and everything, it doesn't mean that their fire, their ability to fight, goes away. He goes, in fact, says goes. Our belief is often the strongest when we are the weakest, because that's the nature of hope. And that's kind of where we're left here. So not not a whole bunch of big things uh, that happened in this chapter. Um, that's, but that kind of sounds like Kelser. I can see why he like attaches to that religion, because everyone around him is starting to wilt, is starting to feel weak. But he's like, you know, at this moment, it seems like at least Kelser, you could say that this could be his personality or you can say that this could be his arrogance slash ignorance in the case that he as everything keeps falling apart around him he keeps try, he keeps finding ways to make something out of nothing and he i mean he he's at this point he's like okay how did these people who are basically without hope you know how did they keep fighting on because that's exactly the situation that we're finding ourselves in but that's the thing i think says it points out too you know there's something that's super important here you're wrong, Kelsier. They're not without hope. In fact, they fight. They keep fighting on when they're at their weakest because that is the nature of hope itself. And so, I think Kelsier is really getting a feel and attaching like an attachment to this religion. In the case that he he sees it mirrored, right? This is the problem we're dealing with now. How do they deal with it? Maybe I can help the ska in the same way. Yeah, no, it, it definitely makes a lot of sense how why Kelsier would, you know, use whatever resources are at his disposal in case, you know, having a keeper, you got history, you got religion, you have all of this you have philosophy all set up. Um, but in this chapter, we see a lot of like looping back. We mm-hmm. see like Theron came, you know, comes back and they're relevant. You know, he gets hit and we find out, out with Marsh. We find out about the soothing stations. And we find out, like, okay, we can, Doxon can use his organizing skills to set up the three theming crews to be able to get them to hit the soothing stations all at the same time. Um, and we also get some more bits about Farrakami uh, here. Um, <clears throat> the, the Lord Ruler talks about how someone was mo- moved a boulder um, using oh, their strength yeah. <clears throat> um, in, in the journal entries mm-hmm. that Ven was reading. Um, we find out that, you know, Farrakhan can't just take someone else's, uh, stored metal mind and use it. And also an Allomancer can't. I was going to say that makes a lot of sense because that, that was actually a question I had in the beginning was like, if he could store up this energy and everything, why the heck wasn't he just consistently doing this like a battery station and being like, Hey, Kelsier, you want to be like super freaking strong? Wow. Well, I mean, one, one, Kelsier wouldn't be a ferrochemist. Well, I mean, I assume that that's just not a thing. But also, like he said, like no other ferrochemist can use a different ferrochemist's yeah, stores. Yeah. Um, and so he said ferrochemy is all about balance. Like whatever you take, you end up having to give something in. So like, you know, you couldn't use, uh, you could store up your age, but you couldn't use it to just stay young because you're going to have to be old at some point. And in the end, it'll just balance out. You'll still age the same. You'll just be a little bit younger for a little bit of a period of time you'll still die at the same time though yeah yeah it's not yeah so it's uh it's it's exactly the same with like strength and your sight and everything like if you're original you know if you can originally bench 230 pounds right you're going to spend your time being able to bench 50 to eventually bench 400 for a little bit but at the end of the day when the energy is used up 
you're going to be benching your original amount. That same strength that you're going to have is going to be the same at the end of the day. So, and that's the thing is it's, it's not about what you can do. It's not, it's about what you can't do. That makes everything so interesting when it comes to the magic systems. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a, it, it, this was kind of a relatively short jaunt um, because uh, we're about to get into the really, really, really intense uh, stuff as we get into the next chapter with all the intrigue. Hey guys, it's Matt. Thanks for listening to the Autos Podcast. You'll start seeing regularly scheduled episodes starting November 14, 2022. If you'd like to follow us, please consider subscribing. We're a small project, so please support us with likes and comments because that's what the algorithms crave. If you're listening to the YouTube channel, please hit the notification bell. And if you really want to give us a boost, consider supporting us on Patreon so we can give Vaughn a better mic.